Welcome to Compassionately You. Here, we host conversations in vulnerability and hopes to help and motivate others. My name is Brie Luganbill and I am your host. I love to have different guests on to talk about a personal journey that they went through. Sometimes it focuses on internal growth. Sometimes it does focus on body image as well and how that affects our overall being as a person. Thank you so much for being here today. everybody, this is Brie of Compassionately You. Today I am actually recording right after a fundraiser for Sheldon's Clubhouse. I am with Tara Van Dyke and she helped organize and do all of the steps to get this here today. So tell me a little bit about what just happened. We literally yeah. are sitting right outside <laughs> of the event a couple minutes after yes, it ended. Yeah, I'd love to. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so this event we call it Break the Stigma. It's our third annual event, and it's an effort to not only raise awareness around mental illness in our community and the importance of, of, of supporting people and their mental health needs, um, but also a fundraiser for Sheldon House, which is an amazing program that uh, I feel honored to work in every day uh, that helps people uh, in a really unique approach to helping them move forward in their mental health recovery, very different than anything else that's out there. So we, we know, a lot of people know about therapy and case management and, and, um, and you know, medications, and there's been a lot of advances in, in care. But Clubhouse, which is what Sheldon House is, is, is very unique in that it, it helps in areas that those things don't maybe don't can't fully address. And so things like employment, um, having a place to build skills and, and um, learn um, how to back up. So a, a place to find support. I think that's probably one of the biggest things um, to have uh, people around you that care about you and that, that you can feel accepted and, and share your kind of your journey with and yeah. then also resources and opportunities to, to yeah to advance towards a goal that's important to you. So something that I really got from the event as well is it just seems more welcoming and approachable and it seems more like a community. Yeah. I know in my own experience with family that have mental health issues as well as you know we all suffer from different things you see the two sides to things where it's the extreme like a facility Mm -hmm. which sometimes is needed but also where is that middle ground because there's not really that place to transition to and so that's why when I attended I thought, okay, I need to interview. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, about and that's this. exactly why it started. I mean, you're hitting exactly why, where the model came from. So back in the late '40s, um, there was a group of former patients of a psychiatric hospital that um, left the hospital and were like, "Now what?" Like, I'm mm-hmm. I'm not in critical need of of care, but I what else is out there and so they informally began meeting um, on the steps of the New York Public Library and um, this model over time has developed and, and that's exactly it's to yeah, when you're not in a place of crisis um, what opportunities and resources are there and that can keep you from avoiding a crisis that you have that support those people around you that um, that you don't, you can avoid that and so that we see that a lot so that we can um, yeah kind of help someone Navigate what are some of the needs you're struggling with, and how can we meet them so that we don't have to to, to look at a hospitalization? Cause 
Yeah, for a lot to, of people, that's a huge setback. It feels like a setback. It feels it's hard. Yeah, and to talk, stop that cycle because mm-hmm. if it gets to if it keeps getting to that point where oh my goodness, I need to keep going into the hospital, that's not a sustainable way to help someone feel comfortable in themselves and enabled in the world. Right. So right. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. No. So we're uh, so we're excited. Yeah, we had about I, I think. I think around 150 people here today. It was so, a lot. Yeah. So it was. Uh, so yeah, it was our third third time. And we've uh, this is the biggest venue we've used, um, and the most people we've had registered. So we're excited that. Um, yeah, that, that I think it's fitting. It's uh, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and um, talking about mental health is an important topic. And we we read about it often in the news about you know that there's not enough resources and that there's. Um, yeah, these headlines you read, and what, what can we do? And so I think it's and it's a conversation that people are open to hearing, and that's exciting to, to know that people want to learn more and um, came bright and early to, yes. <laughs> to this event uh, to be a part of it. So. And the venue we're sitting is in is actually Cathedral Square, right in the center and mm-hmm. heart of downtown Grand Rapids. Yeah, yeah just, just up the street from Sheldon House, so it was very convenient for us today. <laughs> yes. Oh, and someone at my table was like, oh, I didn't put it together, Sheldon House because Sheldon Street. And <laughs> I thought true. I didn't either. That makes yes. a lot of sense. You're the second person that said that today. Uh, <laughs> and so someone said, well, are all clubhouses named for the street they're on? I was like, well, no, <laughs> we're just not super creative. <laughs> so that was our name. <laughs> no, I actually, I think it's very um, intelligent and intuitive because then people know, okay, Sheldon's house, it's on Sheldon Street, mm-hmm. especially for people that are attending or just in general. Yeah. Someone said the closing remarks were about did you ever feel anxiety when you had to go to this today? Right. A lot of people do. Right. And being able to have the name be the street. Yeah. It yeah. takes away that. Yeah. That one little less barrier. thing to worry about. Yeah. Where yeah. am I going? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's true. That's good. So that's good. actually very smart to me. <laughs> good. All right. We won't change our name. <laughs> no. Uh, and so tell me a little bit about um, when someone comes in. I heard that you can give get free tours. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so tell us a little bit about. Yeah. That. So we love giving tours. Uh, so we try to schedule as an advantage. So if you contact us, you can find us on our website, which is sheldonhouse.net. Uh, you can also email us at sheldonhouse201 at gmail.com. Um, or you can call us at 616-242-6058. Um, and we would love to, yeah, give you a tour, show you what uh, makes our clubhouse unique. I think probably one of the most unique things about the clubhouse, and I shared um this morning is that members are really empowered to it's their clubhouse and so everything that we do members and staff do together and so often if you have a tour a member and a staff are going to give that tour and so you have a chance to um, not only see our space hear about our program but also meet a member or two in the process um so we love we love doing that We're very open to, to giving tours yeah and i and that really instills again making it feel like a home mm-hmm. it's their home mm-hmm. it's their community and this is the this is the place and the space and the people that are going to support you to get to where you want to go into. Yeah. Yeah. We talk a lot about, um, that, that, that community, it it is, if I'm having, uh, um, and even in like someone's, um, other services say maybe a case manager wants to meet with them and it's convenient to come to the clubhouse we ask that that they're they're really a guest of that member and so they um they come and they wait in our lobby for that member just like if the staff had a guest that that yeah that that's their space and that they have control over who they invite into it it's it's very special it's very special Yeah. yeah yeah so um although people don't live at our the clubhouse at sheldon house that sense of 
support is very similar to a family and so a lot of people think of clubhouse as, as really their family and for a lot of our members um strained relationships and and, and the history of, of maybe some kind of tough times has made um, those relationships not super supportive and helpful um and so we uh, find a lot of our members find that that clubhouse really becomes like a second family and sometimes um they, we use that analogy in, in talking about Clubhouse, actually often we do, where um, our job is to, to really help people feel supported and, and um, cared for, but also wanting to see them spread their wings and fly. And so our, the goal isn't to keep people at the Clubhouse and, and, and in that place that this is, this is kind of the be-all, end-all, but really mm -hmm. how do we help, like as a parent with a child, how do I help you grow and, and, and move off into the world and, and reach your goals? And so... Um, I think that's kind of a cool way to, to look at, um, yeah, what we do. Yeah, as a family that's mm -hmm. helping and nurturing and having that safe area and then going, you can come back anytime, but we also want you to experience and tell us your experiences out there. Right. What right. do you need help with? Do you want to process? Right. That's yeah. wonderful. Yes, absolutely. Yep. And moving towards employment goals or whatever that, that, that next step for people is. Um, there's just a lot of, it really hits on a lot of different needs. So we have currently about 170 members that's kind of where we, we've been averaging um, about 60 people a day that, that come through our doors and really all of them come with a, a different story and why they they chose to join Sheldon House um, from from wanting to, to uh, not have struggle with isolation and have people around them having a support system to wanting to build skills and, and get a job so it's just really diverse and so members make connections with other members that they they relate to and so that that really natural kind of peer support happens constantly so it's just it's a really cool program so we love talking about it a, <laughs> yeah, a day like today is really fun for us to to share what we're doing yeah and so um remind me what the goal was for today's um breakfast yeah. i know there was a goal financially yes. to um get to another point yes so. uh so we struggle one of our biggest barriers is that we we know there's a need we know that um when we talk about the stats that there's uh, and we see people every day that try to that, that want to join clubhouse but they don't have they don't kind of fit into this box of, of funding and so medicaid is the only insurance that covers clubhouse currently um, and in order to access those medicaid funds someone also has to have case management and so uh, for some folks um, they don't fit into that that neat box and so it, diversifying our funding is uh, one of our, our big goals and so our goal this year is to reach um, have five percent of our funds be non-medicaid and so mm -hmm. to reach that um, that's thirty two thousand dollars by the end of this year so okay. that was our, our goal um, to make a big chip at that uh, goal today at this event um, and yeah. how does having that five percent not be medicaid serve the population that you're serving yeah so it's, it's helping us reach those that, that wouldn't have access it's also helping with the sustainability of our program we learned um, in sadly in the end of 2017 um, there was some pretty severe financial um, budget issues in our county and we were slated for closure because those Medicaid oh. funds were in jeopardy. Um, and so if that happens, our program closes. We don't have, that diversified funding helps just to assure that Clubhouse will be here for, for forever. And so that's really, mm -hmm. um, we're just trying to take a step towards that with doing a, yeah that 5% goal this year and then looking then, at next year upping it a little bit so just kind of working our way towards a more balanced funding structure that's incredible yeah and so kind of to circle back to 
how can people get involved? Yeah, so. yeah, I would, I would definitely say um, check out our website. There is a spot on there too if you want to contact us. So if you think you want to partner in some way or you would like to take a tour, you could um, go to our website, sheldonhouse.net. Um, you could also call us uh, so that we could be happy to set that up on the phone. And email is also an option. So uh, email is sheldonhouse201 at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, phone number is 606-242-6058. Wonder if, what kind of advice would you give for someone who might not know about these types of services and would maybe want to become a member or someone that is a family member, a friend of someone that this could really help? Yeah, I think um, learning what's out there, it's, it's a really overwhelming system to navigate. We heard about that a little bit today, mm-hmm. especially if you're, um, yeah, you're having your first experience with a mental illness or you're trying to support somebody. Um, it can feel really overwhelming to know where to start um, and, and it, and it, it it's, it can be a challenge, and so I would uh, I'd first say you're not alone in that that feeling that um, that it can feel like who can I talk to, um, and, and, and pretty scary. And so to know that uh, we talk about one in five people will struggle with mental illness in a in a year, um, and over half in their lifetime. So that's pretty massive um, amount of people. You're, so you just know you're you're not alone, um, and that other people are are. In 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 a very similar place, Sheldon House is a really unique program, and it's not um, there's not much out there that that's similar. And I think what the big thing that makes it unique is that when you come to Sheldon House, you're not seen as what your illness your your illness. You go to a you know your doctor, um, they want to know about the things you're struggling with. You, your therapist, your um, say you have a hospitalization. It's all about where are what are the problems. And so when you come to Sheldon House, it's about feeling accepted and, and valued and needed and seen as a person first. Um, and I think that's what makes Sheldon House so special, that, that people feel like they are, they're valued mm-hmm. and accepted. Yeah. And I think that environment and that core community is what helps people um, with their sustainable growth into who they are. Absolutely. And just loving themselves. And you need all the different aspects of that to be able to feel accepted and loved and needed and enabled to just be yourself and accomplish things in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on today. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, excited that you were here today and uh, yeah, excited um, to be able to share with a little bit broader audience on your podcast. So I'm excited. Yeah. And everybody I'll have in the podcast notes, all the links of how to connect with Sheldon House. And I hope you all have a wonderful day like to learn more about today's episode, you can go to brielugenville.com slash podcast. If you'd like to join our private support group, you can find us on Facebook and search for the private group Compassionately You. If you would like to be a guest, you can email Bree at brielugenville at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening and have a great start to your week.